Hello, and welcome to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast, where you'll be inspired to become the best version of yourself, overcome limiting mindsets, and grow into the leader of excellence you were called to be. Here's your leadership and lifestyle coach and guide, Stacy Barlow-Hill. Succeeders, this is Stacey Barlow Hill coming to you today. And today I have a very special guest. I am talking with my friend Joy Kalohanas, and we are going to be chatting today. So, hello, Joy, how are you? I'm wonderful, Stacey. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, thanks so much for being here. So, why don't you start and just give people a little bit um, about who you are and what you do and let them get familiar with you a little bit? Okay, um, well, like my name, obviously, Joy Kohanitz. Um, I live out here in the Greensburg area with my husband, and currently my father in law is living with us ever since COVID, and I think that's going to be permanent. But, um, but we live out here in Greensburg. Um, I am a relationship marketing specialist. Um, sometimes I refer to myself as appreciation marketing specialist. Um, but basically, what my forte is to help business owners um, get more referrals, get more retention, and spread a lot of kindness in the world. World. Whether you have a business or whether you don't, we really need a whole lot of that in this world today. Um, I use a system that I call Send Out Cards, and from any mobile device, you can literally send a greeting card to anybody in the world, and we do all the printing, stuffing, stamping, and mailing it out for you. So we make it very easy to stay connected with people in a very tangible way. And this technology world today, having something tangible is very, very important. So I spend a lot of time working with business owners and, um, and speaking and getting people to realize how important relationships are in your marketing programs. Awesome. Yes. And I am um, a consumer of Joy's product and I'm also a receiver because I get so many of your cards in the mail and they make my day. I love seeing um, (laughs) my face pop up on a card or just getting something in the mail. I think that's such like a lost, um, I don't know if art is the word, but just a lost form of communication. I think like when you get something in the mail these days, it's just like amazing. Like it just gives you this, um, <laughs> this feeling that you don't get from getting an email. Or <laughs> it, it, well, that's exactly right. And, and you know, um, when you, you, we refer to it as a lost art, um, well, it was, but it's really coming back um, because people have realized the value of it. And, you know, hey, nobody's ever not going to appreciate getting a card in the mail, you Never. know, period. And no matter what, you know, um, and a greeting card has 100% open rate. So, you know, for those out there in business, think about that. Absolutely. Enjoy. Um, maybe just tell us a little bit, you know, because some people may hear that and they think, you know, a business card and business and, you know, that sounds good. You know, maybe I send them an email and I thank them. So what's the difference, you know, between 
sending an actual card and still just saying thank you in some type of way. But maybe can you give any real life experiences of how this has, you know, um, helped business owners or been able to transform their business in any way? Well, yeah, um, I will say that on a almost on a definitely a daily basis, I hear from people how much they appreciate the cards, as you just expressed in there um, yourself. Um, on the business end of it, probably on a weekly basis, I hear from a business owner that said, oh, my gosh, you know, um, this person, I've been sending emails to them all the time. But somehow when the card landed in their mailbox, they made a point to tell me about it. And that's 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 golden. You know, um, we can send emails and newsletters and everything all day long. And it has to be part of our marketing, but it doesn't have to be all of your marketing. And the reality of of emails, 80, only 88 percent of emails never get opened. Mm. You know, and so when you think about it, I look at my phone today, it's like every day I wake up and I have, by the end of the day, I have hundreds of emails in there and it's like, I don't look at them. <laughs> so, so a, a business owner that um, gets that and understands and allows the process to work, it's not something that's going to work overnight, but it is definitely something that works. I do have an insurance agent that um, he has over the past year and a half sent to his top hundred client, top influential people. It's not even just all his, you know, customers, but it's other people in his life. Every month, they get some kind of correspondence, but to from him through our system, um, just saying hello. You know, it's like offbeat. I'm a big offbeat holiday kind of person. You know, like Groundhog Day or National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day or something like that. So you you market you you kind of do that relationship and send a card like that out to somebody like, hey, you know, stop in my office where I'm chocolate chip cookies on Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, you know, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. um, and have nothing. Don't and not advertising your business. Just totally just making that call and inviting that. You know, making that kind of Thing and making them come into the office if they come with it whether they come in or whether they don't come in doesn't matter you know it's just that they look at you in a whole different light um and if a if a business owner can do that 80 percent of the time and the other 20 percent do the ask or do the you know let's upgrade your policy or something like that they're going to turn their business around absolutely and you know what i love about it because it's not even so much the card like I feel like it's just the thought behind it like you took time out of your day to think about someone and you know even when you personally send me things like I'm just like wow it's not even so much what you sent it's just wow she took time out of her day to actually <laughs> you know think about me and send me something um and I've I've gotten that feedback from clients that I've I've sent stuff to and you know I don't think it was even so much the car but it was just wow they actually <laughs> took the time um to think about someone else and to put a little bit of extra effort you know anybody can send an email and say thank you and leave me a review and um, mm -hmm. things like that. But that extra effort, I think, is just priceless. And I think it's really what helps, you know, it keeps you in the forefront of your clients' minds. And even though that may not necessarily be the reason why you do it, it's definitely, um, I think, an added benefit that comes from it. Just sure. Going you, wow. 
you made a very great point there. Um, if you're doing it for the purpose of getting business, you're not doing it for the right reasons. Right. So, um, and you're exactly right when you say it's not always what you put in that card. It's it's just that you've taken the time to do it, and people recognize that. Um, I do have you know affiliates on my team that just spend so much time working on the perfect card. You know, it's like oh, I've got to make this. Right, and I gotta do it. No, you don't. No. You know, pick a card, put your message in it, send it. It's gonna land in their mailbox the day they need it, and that's gonna be. Remember, and that's another point too. I I truly believe when you act on your promptings. That's the word I like to use all the time, and and just like think of somebody and send the card. See them on Facebook. It's like, oh my gosh, love that picture. I want to send that card to them. That's a prompting, and for you when you do it is one thing, but. I, it, when it lands in their mailbox, it's a day they needed it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it just, I see it all the time. I see it all the time, hear about it all the time. And so, and sometimes I have people that reach back out to me and say, thank you for the card. And, and we have gifts too that can go. And, you know, thank you for that gift. And it's like, what did I send them? You know, I have to go back in my history and look. And like, what did yeah. I send them? You know, because yeah. you, you don't do it for the purpose of waiting for them to get back to you or, you know, right. I'm going to get business from them or anything like that. You just do it because it's the right thing to do. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned the gifts. I was, that was going to be my next question for you um, was to just ask about, you know, some of the gifts or have for you to tell people about some of the gifts that they can send, you know, it's not just cards, but you can add on um, a variety of things from what gift cards and cookies mm -hmm. and, um, some of the other benefits of that. So maybe you can just briefly talk about that if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do have, you know, 20, you know, between 100 and 200 gifts in there. They kind of fluctuate based on, you know, what's what they have in the warehouse, you know, when they bring new stuff in and, and stuff goes, sells out. But, um, but yeah, you can add gifts to it. And as Stacy's, you probably experienced, you know, the, the card comes in a nice vellum envelope inside the packaging. So it's like very simple, very nice, nice wonderful gift to give someone a surprise when they do receive it um and the gift cards i mean you know you can go to the store and you can buy the gift cards you know and but you know hey imagine putting it on with a card with a with a picture you pulled off of facebook and your own message and do it from an app on your phone you know or the desktop and that kind of a thing so so yeah the gifts are just a wonderful add-on for that little extra special whatever they are. And it's so convenient. Like I love just because I'm I'm the person that, you know, I order my groceries. I like use the Chick-fil-A app, anything that has an app that saves me time that I don't have to physically <laughs> do anything like that is my life is just busy. So anything that saves me that extra step is just worth his yeah. weight in gold to me. So I love that I don't have to physically pick out anything. I don't have to physically go to the store. I log into my account. I add on what I want to add on their address and everything is already in there and it just ships and I don't have to worry about it. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you know, the whole company was built on the premise of that, um, to act on a prompting. Um, you think of somebody, you know, many times we think of someone said, Oh, I got to send something to them. Or I got to send the card. Or I got to reach out. And the next thing you know, you get home and life gets in the way and you, you haven't done it. So to be able to do that when you think about it is, is really a big benefit. And, um, and we are about a relation, the relationships with people, personal or business. And when you can 
step away from having so much focus on the bottom line of your business. I mean, you've got to have it there, but if you can just, just make a little mind shift to appreciate people in all kinds of forms and make that part of your daily, you know, daily operation, you know, uh, even if it's two or three people a day, just kind of think of people or, you know, when you do do something like that for them and then go about your regular business, you'll make an impact. Yeah. Joy, what does that do for you? Um, you know, just personally, like your mind and your soul, your spirit, like what does that do for you when you have a business that's revolved around spreading kindness and thinking oh. of others and serving? Like what, what does that just do for oh, you personally? It, it just, personally, it's a lift me up. I mean, even when I'm having a bad, we all have bad days. You know, we have days that we're just overwhelmed and that type of thing. I will just sit down and I will send cards and I will think of that person while I'm doing it because your mind shifts to them Mm -hmm. and, you know, and it it lifts you up. You don't even realize it. You just really don't even realize it. Um, And when you can do that, it just changes your whole perspective. I have had people that I've had conversations with that have been really down, you know, and really in that depression point. And, you know, I will say to them as, as silly as some people think it is, I say, you know what, you, you've got that, you've got the account, which anybody can get the account. Anybody can just pay for a card when you send it. I said, just go send a couple cards, just go send a couple cards to people, you know, and it takes your mind off it. It lifts you up. And you just do it. And the real cool thing I like to tell people is, you know, when you when you send the card out, you feel good when you're doing it. They're going to feel good when they get it. And the real icing on the cake is that they call and tell you how good they felt. But if you expect them to call you, then you're not doing it for the right reasons. Right. You know, it's just, it's just, that's why you forget, you know, why you, you, if you're doing it right, you're going to forget who you sent what to, you know, kind of a thing. But, um, but yeah, it does, it does lift you up. And it's, it's so wonderful to have a business where that's what our goal is, you know? Yeah, I love it. Well, Joy, maybe tell us a little bit about your journey. What's, you know, what was your childhood like? What kind of led you up to this place? Well, I actually, was, I am a Pennsylvania bred lady here, uh, born in Mercer, Pennsylvania, out in the country. And we did live out in the country. I mean, we literally, you know, you hear the stories about your parents saying how long they rode school buses or how long they had to walk to school. I literally rode, rode in a school bus for an hour to get to school, you know, because <laughs> we lived so far out in the country. <laughs> but, uh, but um, and, you know, we, we lived on my grandfather's farm. So, you know, farming and being part about the outdoors and animals and stuff like that. That's kind of that where I was coming from and where I came from. Um, my dad was, um, he built our house and, but he also had another job, but then he also ended up getting in sales over, over the time. He was a very, very, um, People loved him because he he cared about people and he was a joker. You know, I mean, he told so many jokes to people that we laughed at him because they made no sense when he told the joke, you know. But um, but anyway, so that kind of so we didn't get involved with a lot of stuff at school because we were so far away, mm. you know, kind of thing. I had a brother and a sister at the time, too. But we had great sled riding parties because we lived out in the hill and, you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But um, but anyways, and, and my mom in that day, um wives stayed at home you know however she 
I see this years later, what an entrepreneur she was because she was a seamstress. In our downstairs basement, she made clothes for people. She sewed, she altered, and she eventually made curtains, drapes, and that type of thing. I didn't know it for years and years and years what an entrepreneur she was in her day, you know, to do something like that. But um, but we were raised out in the country, and, you know, we kind of lived that. I did go to Penn State, got a degree in fashion merchandising. Um, however, I ended up in retail management. Um yeah, at a very young age, before I was even 21, I was working at uh, Kmart's in the Kmart Corporation world um, as a trainee. And uh, I actually worked for Kmart for 23 years and managed, managed five different Kmart's along the way as a general store manager. The interesting part in that day, my first three stores as a trainee and assistant, they had never had a woman assistant manager. Wow. Okay, so talk about, I look at this now and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, talk about being discriminated against. I didn't look at it that way at the time. I looked at it like, I was born on a farm or near a farm. I can do anything a guy can do. Hmm. You know, I mean, my first store, the manager, he said, oh, don't lift that. I'll get somebody to lift it for you. I said, what? Seriously? No. <laughs> you know, you know, anyway, so this journey with Kmart was very interesting. Um, I actually went into a store one time, got moved into the store. It was my third store. And the store manager was so chauvinistic. He didn't talk to me for like a month. And, you know, uh, that's a whole nother story there. I really became friends with him just by joking with him, you know, and we became very good friends. Even to this day, he just passed, passed last year. He would call me a couple of days a week or a couple of times a year, just checking on me and my family. I mean, we did become close through that, but through that whole journey, um, knew, knowing that I was a minority or not really knowing it's just, it's kind of lived with it. Didn't worry about it. Um, I also was very conscientious of asking for anything, you know, like if I want a special time off or anything like that, because I thought, well, they were going to look at me differently because, oh, you're a woman. That's why you need this time off, you know, mm -hmm. until I, I was actually in line for my first story. I had gone, I was a co-manager in the Hagerstown, Maryland area, and I had met my husband now and I knew we were going to be getting married. I knew we were going to get engaged. I knew we were going to marry and but I also, through my whole journey with Kmart, one of the rules, so to speak, is that you could not, if they wanted to transfer you, you had to take it. And if you didn't take it, you lost your job. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was written. So it's kind of like, okay, what am I going to do? Because he's in the power company. and He had to always live where he worked mm -hmm. to be available for any kind of, you know, any kind of emergencies. So it took a lot for me to finally sit down with the regional vice president one time. And I just told him, I said, I don't want to leave. I've, I've got a lot of time in here and you know, I don't want to leave. I'm in line for my store. Um, but I know I'm going to be living in this area. And these are two small Kmarts that I could you know, possibly manage because they always start you out at a smaller store. And, um, and at that time, at that point, I find out in our conversation that men ask for that kind of stuff all the time. It's like, well, what was I so worried about? Right. Mm -hmm. So, and as it turned out, that was like in March, we got engaged at the end of March and the first of June, I did have my first store and it was within commuting distance of where we were going to live. 
So, um, but anyways, that's kind of how I got into Kmart. But then <laughs> when I did get my first store, I was the first of seven women in the country to ever, man ever manage a Kmart. So wow. we were still quite the minority and we really did have to put up with a lot of, um, stuff, <laughs> shall we say, you know, it was wow. kind of funny. I used to say to myself all the time, I will never marry a Kmart manager, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Just for reference, what um, year was this? Um, I started with Kmart right out of college in 74. I got an okay. associate degree, so I had two years of college in 74. So okay. when I got my first store, that was in uh, 70, or I mean 82. Or no, not 82. I'm sorry, 70, 79, I think. 79. Yeah, 79. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, so it was crazy. And, you know, when I started that journey with Kmart, you know, I know one of the things people ask, like, what was your biggest failure? You know, I said, well, I'll tell you what mine was. I said, I started a store and the first thing I went in there, you want to change everything, mm. you know, and you learn very quickly that no matter how bad the manager might have been before you, mm. people loved it. You know, <laughs> so you don't go in there and start uprooting and making changes. That was a tough road for me, and that's a tough lesson to learn, you know, at the very beginning. Wow. But, but it was a good journey, um, you know, and I learned a lot um, about customer service was my number one priority. And I learned that when, when somebody would come to me and say, oh, you have a problem, Number one, that shoots like a whole thing up my back. Like, you know, I, you know, you're like real nervous. Okay, what's wrong? You know, but I learned that what helped me, and even to this day, when somebody says to me, you have a problem, I will look them squarely in the eye and say, no, I don't have a problem. We have an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I would teach them that we could work through anything. Um, and actually, it, it, one of the things I did my first store too is whenever there was a customer complaint, I would I would have that employee write an apology letter to that customer. And the reason I did that, not because they were right or wrong, it wasn't a matter of right who was right and who was wrong. There's just always a way to handle the customer. And they learned that if they couldn't handle that customer and they got themselves in a tight spot where like that, they, they knew the people to call, even if it was me, to handle the situation. Wow. I love that. That's something I've never heard before. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, the, the letter writing didn't last too long, but it did. It was something that I did. And, and over the years, customer service, I got all kinds of awards within the customer came corporation for customer service. And I think that's what's kind of led me once I left that world. And that was in 97 when I left Kmart's um, and I started my entrepreneurial journey. Um, I was into direct sales in the home party plan. I started it with a company called Southern Living and Home, Home Decor. Mm -hmm. And it was actually during that time that I was introduced to send out cards. So I used the service for many years before the service became part of my, my journey. Um, but I was always uh, very appreciative of what anybody you know, a host would have me in their home. I was the handwritten person. I would send that card thanking them. Actually, one of the things I did is I uh, took a picture of everybody while we were there uh, during the party, and I would put that on the card as their thank you. Mm. Yeah, this was uh, before send out cards. This what that that was with send out cards. Oh, this with send out. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was introduced to send out cards while I was starting the home party plan world. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, and um, so, but yeah, that's how I kind of used it. So, and actually, you know, what, what really turned me into an advocate, um, uh, an affiliate today with Send Out Cards, um, I had come into during the Eastern Lenten season, I had accumulated some points and cards. I decided for 40 days I was going to send three random cards a day and no reason. I had always just used it for my business. And um, I thought, okay, so I'd go down my database. I could see, you know, I, oh, I haven't sent Stacy a card for a while. I'm just going to send a card. Hello, sunshine. Hope you have a great day. You know, nothing more than just picking them up. I might find something on Facebook. I wasn't really doing a whole lot of social media at that point, but um, I would do that and, and I would send the cards out. And so for 40 days, that's 120 cards went out and it was fun. Um, I would like, our Wendy's down the street had an employee of the month they would post and I would copy their name down. I'd come home and I'd send them a card and just say, congratulations on employee of the month. It was really fun. And it's when you have that mindset, things just popped up in front of you. Mm -hmm. So, but what I wasn't prepared for was the impact. I was getting phone calls. I was getting emails. I was getting text messages. I had two people call me in tears, totally call me in tears that they had um when they opened that card they were having such a bad day and there it was and at that point that's when i realized holy camoles there's something to this and that's when i became an affiliate and it's like i have to tell the world about this you know it's making a difference in people's lives and then you soon found out how much of a difference it makes in businesses you know and my goal is to get these business owners to understand what they can do that really helps a business Absolutely. Jay, I didn't realize how similar kind of our paths are. Um, I know we just realized recently that we both were from Mercer County. Yes. Um, so we, we have that in common. But um, I also went to um, college for fashion merchandising. At, oh, that's um, funny. Indiana University of Pennsylvania. And I never quite did what I wanted to do with that, but I got into retail management and actually I worked at, um, Ames. Oh my <laughs> gosh. This is very while. similar. <laughs> it is. I worked at Ames while I was in college after I left college. Then I got into store management. I worked several stores, JC Penney's and Charlotte Roos and, um, ended my retail career with H and M and, uh, visual merchandising. Oh and then God. I, but then I began, um, Encore, um, after I had my children and, High customer service being in the retail industry, absolutely, I credit. Um, I think the longevity of Encore because of the customer service skills that I acquired while in retail. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, with retail, there's such, you know, crazy hours and sure, long, sure. you know, uh, shifts and things like that. But I will say um, it really prepared me as an entrepreneur, just learning those skills and um, customer service and how to deal with clients and, um, you know, some of the, the problem solving that, that had to take place and being able to learn how to hire staff and um, mm -hmm. conduct interviews and all of those things. So I absolutely um, credit that to my entrepreneurial um, journey. And sometimes I feel, and I say this often, um, you know, a lot of people get into entrepreneurship because they have a skill that mm -hmm. they're good at. 
but they learn quickly that having a skill is not equivalent to running a business. Like there's so many um, <laughs> things that people don't tell you or that you're just not prepared <laughs> for. When you begin um, entrepreneurship, There's it's a business, you know, and just because you're good at the thing that you're in business for, it doesn't necessarily equip you to run a business. Sure. Um, so I'm, I'm so grateful for the, the retail experience um, that I had to prepare me for that. Um, do you feel that, um, well, I'm sure you feel that um, your journey before um, being in the relationship marketing um, area prepared you for that? Oh, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, when you kind of put it all together, you know, it's like, wow, that, that it really did, because it, it is about people. Life is about people. Um, it, it's not about, it, it's really not about your product or services, you know, it's really mm -hmm. about people and people buy you, you know, um, there, some, some business think, oh, nobody's doing what I'm doing. Well, yeah, there's always somebody doing what you're doing. And in any kind of product that's out there, you know, the number one competition for everybody is Amazon. Mm -hmm. you know, Isn't that you, crazy? The competition yeah, for everyone. Seriously. It <laughs> is. It, it yeah. really is. You can get anything yeah. on Amazon, you, you know, can. so, but it, it's all the customer service that you, you have to, you have to like people, you have to appreciate people. And, you know, more and more and, and people can sense it. You know, if you yeah. don't, they, they can see it. They can sense it. They can tell when you send a birthday card in the bottom of the birthday card, it says, hey, I give money for referrals, you know, or refer yeah. me to somebody. Well, you just negated the whole card, you know, exactly. doing something like that. Um, so it's like, you know, it, it's about the people. There's and, and everybody is replaceable. Every business is replaceable. I've had I've had um, real estate agents uh, or some of my biggest clients, and I've had real estate agents tell me that they were called into the home through a referral or somebody else, da 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 da, and they walk in and on the refrigerator is the magnet for the realtor that sold their house six years ago. Oh, <laughs> you know. So now you, you kind of when you hear those kind of stories, it's like wow, you know, you, they spend a lot of money on that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? you'd stay in touch with that customer and know when their kids are doing what and, you know, congratulate them and show the appreciation throughout November is like one of my best months. But I, I just think every business owner should look at the month of November and thank everybody in their life being part of their life. You know, mm -hmm. it's the month of Thanksgiving, take that opportunity mm -hmm. and, you know, do stuff like that. And those people are never going to forget you. They're the ones that are going to call when they're sitting around the bonfire picnic and, uh, you know, say, oh, I think I'm going to list my house. It's like, oh, yeah, you need to call so-and-so. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you think that there's any um, maybe one particular like life lesson or person that influenced you to have this type of servant spirit um, that, you know, that kind of brought you to where you are now? Well, you know, I've asked that, I've been asked that question before and sometimes it like really stumbles at me. It's like, well, I, I don't know if there's been one particular person, but I will say in hindsight, I, I think it was my dad. I think it was what my dad, as much as we kind of like were embarrassed with some of his jokes, you know, and you know, in every place you ever went, he's like knew somebody and would have a joke, you know, kind of thing or whatever. But at the same time, he was nice to people, you know, and, and people were attracted to him. And I, I just, 
I really think that, you know, that he was probably my biggest influence. Mm -hmm. God bless him. Yeah. Oh, what's, what's your version of success? And do you feel that you've, you've reached that level of success? Well, I would say when it comes to success, success is number one, doing what you love. There's too many people in the world that are doing what they are doing because of the money or maybe they feel like they're trapped and that's what they're doing or they, they might like their job, but it might not be a job they love. And I think if you're doing what you love and making a living on it um, and you're authentic about it, you have to be authentic about anything you do. Um, then I, I think that's what success is all about. You know, and you're leaving a legacy. You're leaving a legacy. You know, sometimes people say, you know, write, write your own arbitrary. It's like, oh, I don't want to do that. However, <laughs> sometimes you might want to look back and say, what are people going to say about me when I'm gone? Mm -hmm. And when you look at that, and I, I just think, I think that's a key. You know, they're not going to remember all the little things you did here and, the, you know, the top thing you did there and that type of thing. But what kind of legacy did you leave? How are they really going to see you? So I, you can't do that without being authentic. And you can't do that without appreciating other people and putting other people first when it comes to that kind of thing. You still got to take care of yourself. There's a lot of personal development you got to do for yourself along the way. But, you know, but I think that's what success is. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually glad you just mentioned personal development. That was going to kind of be my um, kind of last question to kind of wrap this up. But, you know, things, sometimes things like this don't come natural to some people. They may have um, the want or the desire to be that kind of person that just, you know, automatically sends a card or contacts someone when they think of them, but it may not come naturally to them. Mm -hmm. um, but what is maybe um, a best practice or maybe something um, and habit or something that you picked up along the way that helps you to take action and helps you to maybe move towards being that type of person that acts mm -hmm. on their promptings or their instincts or whatever, you know, you want to refer to it as. Um. <laughs> I, I do think, you know, personal development was nothing I really practiced. I mean, I didn't grow up with a lot of that. Um, and I certainly didn't have time to learn what that was all about working in retail, as you would know, um, kind of thing. So it was when I got out into the uh, direct sales network marketing world, did you start realizing how important reading books, listening to podcasts, um, taking time for yourself and, and, and every day learn something. When you stop learning, you stop growing. Mm -hmm. So you, you got to be learning something all the time. And even if it's a simple, even if it's a simple, um, uh, finding a podcast and, and seeing a topic that you like, you know, kind of thing and listen to that a little bit because everybody, you're going to pick something up off of anything you read or anything you see. So you got to choose what you want to be looking at, and what you want to be reading you know, kind of a thing. Turn TV off. I, I, people tell me that all the time. I watch TV. I do watch my, I, I, I'm entertained by many things on TV, not the news though anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's out yes. of my realm of, of world, but, um, yeah. but just, just find, you just find some kind of a title book if you want to, that has something to do with, to better yourself. 
you know, or uh, something that's going to uplift you, you know, kind of a thing. Um, I just recently, for the last two days, we had a grand relationship marketing grand summit that just finished up and we had like 22 speakers in two days. And these wow. guys are from all over the world. Guys and women were from all over the world. And it wasn't, it was run by send out cards, but it wasn't about send out cards, you know? So there was a lot of great tips and, and things you, you pick up something all the time. And I've been in this business for a while. You know, it's like, Oh, you should know everything. No, you don't, you'll never know everything. If you stop again, if you stop learning, you're going to stop growing. So, and as far as like in the card sending process, uh, anything at all, if you, if everybody just thought of one person a day that they can touch and send, I appreciate you message to their life would change and just be consistent about it. That's perfect. That's a perfect place. I think for us to, to wrap up. I love that so much. And don't you find that, um, like I, I referred to those types of things as planting seeds. And I daily, I try to plant some sort of seed, whether it's paying it forward, sending a text, doing whatever. But, um, you know, sometimes people might get wrapped up in the cost of the cards or the cost of doing things and stuff like that. But I have found that I've never um, been led astray by planting seeds, no matter mm -hmm. how much money I've spent doing anything for someone else that has always come back to me tenfold in some shape or form. And I don't believe that it always comes back financially. You know, sometimes, you know, God spared my life from a car accident or God, you know, like it, it comes back in some shape or form to you. I truly believe that. Do you believe that? Absolutely. And it's so funny you said about the seeds because <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was at another event that I virtually, of course, that and, and the, this one quote just stuck with me. It says that um, there's a season for planting and a season for reaping and it's mm. never at the same time. Mm, and yeah. I love that. And then you love mentioned that. seeds here again. It's like, oh, my gosh. And this is like the third time since I've heard that, that somebody has mentioned about planting seeds. It's like, OK, OK, OK. I need to write this one down, put it in a card or something and put it in front of me because I'm oh. hearing this way too much, you know, kind of thing. But it's so true. You know, it is planting seeds. Yeah. You know, I and and I and I, if I have to if, if want to close with a quote, I think one of my favorite quotes in the world for people uh, from Maya Angelou, um, people will forget what you do. People will forget what you say, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Absolutely. I was thinking of that quote, um, something you were saying earlier. It made me think of that, too. I love that. Yeah, but it's so joy perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for being with me today. Um, I just love your spirit. Um, and I, I'm sure that was able to shine through to those that are listening today, too. Um, so just thank you. Thank you for taking the time out to be with me today. I truly appreciate that. Uh, well, thank you for asking me, Stacey. I'm, I'm very happy to be with you. I love watching you and your beautiful girls and um, your beautiful success. <laughs> I know this this year has been a whole different world, but you haven't let it get you down. And uh, um, I appreciate you. Thank you. And Joy, why don't you just let people know how they can find you? I'm going to put your links um, with our uh, broadcast as well. But just tell them if they want to work with you or how they can find you. Um, you can find me on Facebook, you know, just um, uh, Joy Kohanitz is my personal page. I also have a business page of Care with Joy. And uh, my website is carewithjoy.net. 
and you can reach out any of those avenues. I would love to uh, love to chat with you. Love to send your card. So give me your address. So I make sure I have that. And um, actually, you know, I can even send you a link to try a free one yourself. So Absolutely. that's how you can find me. You should definitely contact her because the cards will change your life. And I, I mean that. So you should do that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Stacy. Have a wonderful one. You too. Thank you for tuning in to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast. Please remember to like and share and invite all of your friends to listen in. You can always follow us at liveleadsucceed.com and feel free to join our Facebook group, also Live, Lead, Succeed. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast. We hope that you were inspired and encouraged to reach just a little bit higher today. Remember, you've got this and we're rooting for you.